Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra, and I'm so deeply grateful for every single one of you that are tuning in today to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. I'm really excited about this week's episode. So I want to talk a bit about business because I am sure that most of you listening either are a full-time entrepreneur or you have a little side business that you are beginning to grow or Maybe you're just starting to feel called to create something that's more authentic for you. Wherever you're at in this journey, these business tips are tips really that I wish I would have known when I first started my business a few years ago. Um, And these are tips that I think will be really applicable no matter what industry you're in. But I think this is especially applicable for those of us that want to turn our passions into a business or to turn our passions into something that not only fulfills us, but also is profitable and allows us to do what we really love and get paid for it. That is the dream, right? So these four tips are for you, whether you're, like I said, a full-time entrepreneur or someone wanting to dive into working for themselves or doing something that really brings them passion and joy. So these four tips are things that I've learned over the last few years of being the creatrix of Goddess Ceremony, but in all honesty, I've always been a bit of an entrepreneur. I started out as um, a young kid, I was maybe 12 years old, and we had a very rare breed of cats, and so I would sell these kittens, and that's how I actually funded a lot of um, my travel later in life, because I'd saved up a substantial amount of money from that, and then later in life I was a photographer and had my own business with that, and would photograph weddings and did really well with that, and Yeah, I've had all sorts of random little side businesses throughout my life, and I think it's because I've always had this this inner compass within me that always has wanted to make it on my own and be self-reliant and not have to work for someone else. And these four tips would have been really helpful for me to have known in any of these businesses, but I can say that now that I've implemented them into Goddess Ceremony, I've seen my business really, really take off and really gain momentum all across the world. And that's been the most exciting thing for me. So without further ado, let's talk about these four powerful tips to make your passions a business. And I'm gonna even add a profitable business. All right, my number one tip, the number one thing you could take from this entire podcast, whether you have a blog or you're wanting to create a life coaching business, or if you make beautiful handmade products, whatever it is that you're passionate about, there needs to be consistency in your online presence. The days of just going and posting flyers in coffee shops and solely relying on word of mouth, in my opinion, are really long gone. You need to have an online presence if you are a modern person with a business in the world. And so whether that's having a website, a Facebook, an Instagram, really, in all honesty, you should probably have all of the above. There needs to be consistency. I don't know if this has happened to any of you, but 
One of my pet peeves with business is when I'm looking at, say, someone's website because I want to buy, you know, a a really beautiful, high quality supplement or a homemade body butter or something, you know, where I'm trying to support a small business. But as I look through the website, I can't tell if it's even still a real website, meaning there hasn't been a blog in four years that looks a little outdated, like maybe an early 2000s website, you know, with the big neon colors and, you know, it's it's not super modern looking, to say the least. And so then you start to feel a little worried, like, is this a real website? If I send this money, who is this going to? Is, is this even an authentic transaction? And I think some people do the same thing with Facebook and Instagram. If they are wanting to learn more about a business, they're looking on social media to determine if this is a real business. I couldn't believe this statistic, but I heard it recently, and that is that more people now turn to Facebook than Google to find local services. So if someone is looking for an electrician, they're more likely to go on Facebook than they are Google, which is so interesting to me. And so I think this just proves the point that you need to have a good online presence and consistency is key. And that's consistency, whether it's posting on Facebook or Instagram or having a blog or a weekly email or whatever that means to you. Consistency though is really, really important. And of course, make it doable for yourself. I'm not saying you need to post a blog a day. I'm not saying you even have to post on social media every single day, but there needs to be consistency and reliability. So for example, when I first started Goddess Ceremony, I had no consistency with the blog. And if you go back to when I first started writing blogs, which was a couple years into it, you'll see that they're all over the place, that some months there were three and some months there were seven, and there were even a few months where there were none, where the entire month is missing from the the listing on the website. And this was because at that time, this wasn't my... This wasn't my full-time gig just yet, and I didn't know what to write about, and I still was having doubts and wondering if I really had a place to share this information, and you know, I was going through my own process with all of this. And so, very slowly, a couple of years into it, I decided that I could commit to one blog a week, and that's what I did. Every single Monday, there was a brand new blog on Goddess Ceremony. And then last May is when I committed fully to doing one blog post a day, five days a week, Monday through Friday. And I got to say, that was a really big jump. It is a lot of work, in case you didn't know, to write five blogs a week. And I'm so grateful now to have uh, an amazing woman working for Goddess Ceremony that's helping with the blog and everything like that. But you got to make it doable. And I'll admit there have been multiple times throughout the last year when I've thought, why, why did you commit to this? You know, those days when you're sitting there looking at your computer, wondering what, what can I write about? Um, At this point, we have almost 500 blogs on the Goddess Ceremony blog. So we've talked about a lot of subjects. And of course, there's much more we can share about. But all of this to say, commit to being consistent. If you follow Goddess Ceremony on Facebook or Instagram, you've probably also noticed that in the last few months, it's become way more consistent. And that's because of this amazing woman, Sarah, that's joined the Goddess Ceremony team. And that is one of her jobs, is to schedule out posts for Facebook and for Instagram. And it's been amazing to see all of the positive uh, feedback we've gotten from that. People saying that they love seeing Goddess Ceremony be more active, that they feel more 
connected to the community aspect of goddess ceremony, which is one of our biggest focuses. And we're able to reach more of you. So even just to see the little difference that posting five days a week on Instagram has, you know, helped us get over a hundred new followers and little things like that. So all of this to say, whatever, whatever presence you want to have online, you need to have some form of consistency. And again, that's with social media, with a blog, with a podcast. Here's another example with the Goddess Ceremony podcast. When I launched it in February, it was it was a big commitment knowing that every Monday people are relying on me to have a fresh podcast. And especially when I'm leading retreats, many weekends I'm needing to record the podcast a week or two ahead of time and sit, having it saved on my computer and then uploading it no matter where in the world I am. And in full transparency and honesty, it's not been super easy. But I made that commitment to all of you. And so you better believe I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that I uphold what I agreed to when I committed and said there will be a brand new podcast every Monday. Okay, the second step or I should say the second tip I have for making your business um, profitable and especially making your passions profitable is to keep it fresh. So keep expanding and keep doing new things. And maybe this is a silly analogy, but I was at Whole Foods yesterday and I was looking for my favorite drink, which is this like iced matcha latte. I know I'm totally obsessed with matcha lattes. I don't know what to tell you. It's just a fact. And anyway, I was looking and the brand that I really like had this massive shelf in the fridge section and I realized that they had like nine new flavors and that they'd con consistently been upgrading and shifting and it was a moment to for me to acknowledge that and to just be proud of this company because I could see that they were continuing to make it fresh. They didn't just say, hey, here's our four flavors, take it or leave it. They're innovating new things all the time to continue to draw new kinds of customers in and keep their current customers happy. And so it was a perfect real life experience for me to remember, you must keep it real. And so whether you have a business offering, you know, an online course or a retreat or women's circles, you need to keep it fresh and continue to offer new perspectives, new types of offerings. And that's why here's a little sneak peek. We'll be doing what I'm going to, I haven't thought of a real name yet, but you could say a level two retreats for those of you who have already tended a four-day goddess ceremony retreat with me we're gonna have more offerings to take that to the next level so we've already done a lot of the we could say basic ground level kind of learning now let's take it to the next level and go even deeper and let's talk about subjects that that are even more taboo basically is what I'm saying subjects that um, that I really feel called to share about but it doesn't necessarily feel in alignment to share that in a regular four-day retreat so more details will be coming about that as the year goes on but keep it fresh keep your offerings consistent and then also know that in keeping it fresh it's also totally okay to keep it fresh with new bonuses so if you have a little offering on your website like if you sign up for my email list you'll get a free PDF or a free meditation or whatever change that up make it different every six months or so make people Make people realize that you are indeed growing and changing and want to draw in new customers while also keeping your current customers happy. 
And this flows beautifully into the third tip, and that is to allow your brand to change when you do. I was recently talking to a friend about the Goddess Ceremony website, and I was remarking that I wish that I had taken screenshots of what the website looked like when I first built it back in the day. And back then, I didn't have all these beautiful images like I have now. I hadn't worked with any photographers. I didn't have a real color scheme. I didn't have a logo. I had this vision in my mind, but yeah, I felt very limited with the actual images I could use because I didn't want to use anyone else's images. So there's a nice little tip right there. Don't be that person and steal other people's images. That is so messed up. That is bad karma. <laughs> so if you lead circles or if you have products, just work out a trade with a photographer or just invest in a photographer so that you can really showcase what you do, not just use what someone else has created. Anyway, that's a tangent. But all this to say, I wish I had something to look back on to remember what Goddess Ceremony first was. And at that time, it was in complete alignment with me because it was the, you know, the beginning of when I was leading retreats and when I was really focusing just on circles and when I was still in school to become a naturopath. And the vision was very different. And it's been beautiful to see my bit business evolve and change over the last four or five years as I've evolved and changed. And so know that as you change, it's okay for your brand to change. And in fact, that's good. We really don't want anything to become stagnant and especially not our business. My fourth tip is to find your genius zone. And I shared a little bit about this on Instagram a few days ago because it has been so epic for me in my business. I was reading, I think it was a Forbes article actually, but it was about a woman and she was sharing about what it meant to find your genius zone and I'd never ever heard of it and it's absolutely fascinating. So I'm gonna summarize it really briefly here for you. In essence, your genius zone is the place where you're operating most efficiently for your business when you are doing things you love and things you're really good at at the same time. However, when you're running a business, you're gonna have say 50 tasks that need to be done in general for your business. So for me, um, you know, I need to record and edit and publish podcasts. I need to lead workshops, events, and circles, answer emails, confirm reservations, mail orders placed on the websites, uh, find and book retreat locations, coordinate with chefs. There's so much. And so while these are all tasks, they're not all necessarily equal. There are some that I'm better at than others, and there's certainly some that I enjoy way more than others. And so what you're doing is taking some sticky notes and you write one task on each sticky note. And so for a lot of us, we're gonna have 30, 40, 50 sticky notes at least for each task that we do in our business. And then you'll get a big piece of paper and you'll make four columns. And the four columns are as followed. So if you're taking notes, this would probably be something to jot down really quick. The first column is things that you love doing and that you're really good at. So for me, these are things like creating the retreat pages on the websites, leading retreats. That's my absolute favorite thing, of course. Leading the online trainings and my Women's Circle Creatrix training. That's things like recording the podcasts. These are things that I love doing and that I feel that I'm really good at, that I feel really efficient at. Your second column is to write out the things you like doing 
but you're not necessarily good at. And so for me in this category, I put posts on the Facebook and the Instagram. I think that I am good at it, or excuse me, I like doing it, but I wouldn't say I'm very good at it. And I had a hard time being very consistent with it. And also SEO. Again, something I like doing, but I wouldn't say I'm very good at it. Okay, your third column are things that you don't like doing, but you're good at. So for me, these are things like uh, writing the astrology uh, blog posts with every new moon and full moon. I think I'm pretty good at it. I think they sound really nice, but for whatever reason, I would kind of drag my feet doing it. It was always this last minute thing, and I knew it would take me at least an hour to do it. And so in a moment, I'll share more on that specifically. But this could also be mailing orders. This could be answering emails, whatever, whatever it is that you don't really like doing, but you do feel you're pretty good at it. And then the last column are things you don't like doing and that you're not good at. So this might be things like sending out emails, putting together subscription boxes, whatever fits into that category for you. So then you're putting the sticky notes in the column where they belong. And so the ones that end up in your first column, the things you love doing and the things you're really good at is considered your genius zone. So that is where your focus should be because that's what you're passionate about. That's what you're good at. That's what fulfills you. And therefore the quality is going to be the best. And in the opinion of this Forbes article, anything that's not in your genius zone should really be delegated out. And so when I first read this, I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to do that? And um, we just brought on Sarah, who's our sister support. And so she's done an amazing job thus far. And so that began the process of me letting go of some of my roles and allowing her to take over. And there are some of these roles that she has flourished in that she does far better than I ever could have because I let go of that need to control it. And with our astrology newsletter, we just hired an astrologer for Goddess Ceremony to write out the new moon and full moon articles. So she's more qualified than I am. She's actually trained in all of this and really passionate about us about it. So she's going to offer all of you a way better uh, insight into the lunar phases and how it applies to us and what we can learn from every new moon and full moon. So that's really exciting. Her first one will be with this coming moon phase. Um, at the start of next week. And so that'll be really exciting. So finding your genius zone and then starting to delegate these other things out, whether that is hiring another employee or if your partner is really good at one of these things, or of course there's websites like Fiverr where you can pay people to do random gigs, like write a blog post, like boost your SEO, like, um, answer emails or, you know, you could hire a virtual assistant or there's all these things, but all that to say your genius zone is so cool. And it's been really, really helpful for me in the last few months to start to let go of some of the, the things that I don't necessarily enjoy doing, pass that on to someone else and see them do it better than me. That's the most incredible win. So with these four tips, I think you'll see a major difference in any business, no matter what realm of business you're in, or if it's very small scale or large scale, these are going to be tips that will really help you make your passion a business. So exciting, right? 
If you have a business, I would love to hear about it. So tag me on Instagram at wildgoddess. And I'm always looking for new small local businesses that I can support. So if you make candles or if you, seriously, whatever it is you do, I would love to hear about it and support you. And because of this, if you leave us a review on iTunes the next week, I will personally shout you out on Instagram and share a little bit about you and what you're contributing to the world via my Instagram stories. So if you haven't left us a review on Instagram yet, now is your time because I would be more than happy to share what you do with all of my amazing followers. So thank you so much for tuning in. I uh, have two weeks without any retreats, so I feel so excited that I can actually get caught up in some of my projects here. I can spend time with family, maybe get in some hiking here in Utah, and then I'll be leading our Utah goddess retreats and then heading straight from there to Alaska for our Alaska goddess retreat. So the summer is in full swing. I'm so grateful. Again, leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't already, and I will plan on seeing all of you next Monday for the next episode. So much love. Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess Retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.